Hey, what's going on everybody? What I'm gonna be talking about today is Colorado has now legalized or had legal recreational marijuana for adult use for five years now. Dispensaries opened January 1st, 2014. And over a five year period, really they said that they needed a five year period of legalization to really kind of be able to get some data. And I do remember um, when dispensaries first opened and even the year before dispensaries opened in 2013 when my wife and I opened iBake Denver we we knew that it was going to take some time to really be able to get some solid data back so I do have some data here I actually have the article pulled up it's for it's a Yahoo News article um, so you know or Yahoo Finance and I'm telling everybody that because certain people are going to take certain news for granted and certain aren't or, you know, people trust certain sources is what I should say. So I, I just want to make sure that my numbers are right on this. Now, again, the state's first dispensaries began recreational sales January 1st, 2014 and combined recreational and medical sales totaled 683.5 million and they're expected to top 1.5 billion in 2018 or they were expected to combined uh, sales through 2018 were actually 1.27 billion so they were very close to guesstimating that number right on top it's generated 247 million dollars in tax revenue now, this tax revenue jumped 266% during the period um, from 67 million in 2014 to 247.4 million in 2017. Now, Colorado's tax revenues, they've risen each year that recreational uh, legalization or recreational adult use has been around, and currently it represents about 1% of the 2018-2019 fiscal year budget for the state. Now, marijuana taxes, they're spent on public schools, human services, public affairs, um, agriculture, labor and employment, judicial affairs, healthcare and policies, uh, transportation and regulatory affairs. And now, this is the great part they have now released a social impact report and i like this now there are going to be a kind of some mixed feelings or mixed encouragements um with this report but overall the the social impact report is is just really what we kind of what we thought it was going to be it's really good um so the number of marijuana related arrests over the five year long period it shows an overall arrest decrease including african americans though african americans were arrested at about double for such offenses than the rate of whites dui traffic citations now this is where some of this information can be curved and, and skewed and changed to kind of uh bring value or make a point for either side but there's an overall look at this so dui traffic violations with marijuana impaired drivers increased three percent in a subset of arrest data from 2016 where blood tests were performed 73 percent returned a positive screen for cannabinoids 
Here's the thing is they also release a statement. Uh, detection of cannabinoids in blood is not an indicator of impairment, but only indicates it in the presence of the system, which is something that they never would have stated before. So that is good. Just because they tested as being in the system doesn't mean they were high and they even state it here. Now, the number of fatalities with cannabinoid only or cannabinoid in, com in combination uh, positive drivers, basically meaning uh, cannabis and any other drug, alcohol, uh, uh, opiates, uh, cocaine, methamphetamine, any other thing like this, combined with cannabis, it increased 153%. Now this is traffic fatalities from 55 in 2013 to 139 in 2017. Now, uh, uh, again, the report states going to note that the detection of cannabinoids in the blood is not an indicator of impairment but only indicates the presence with this in the system now this is unique because cannabis stays in your system for so long whereas opiates cocaine methamphetamine alcohol do not stay in your system as long so the chances of you of the drivers actually being impaired on those other substances rather than cannabis is greater than actually than cannabis we're not trying to skew that in any way. Fatal traffic accidents involving a THC positive driver, on the other hand, decreased 5%, hands down. So basically, uh, fatalities, including cannabis with other drugs, rose, but cannabis only fatalities or traffic accidents with fatalities dropped 5%. So that right there is good news decreased five percent it's those other hard drugs it doesn't mean on the ones that increased so much it doesn't mean that it's cannabis related it just means that they had it in their system while these other drugs were also present now uh cannabinoids characterized as both thc and cbd or cannabidol um, is a non-psychoactive biochemical found in hemp and marijuana plants Tetrahydrocannabidol, which or THC, is the psychoactive biochemical found in marijuana. Both biochemicals are cannabinoids that interact with neurotransmitters known as the endocannabinoid system. This is the second time I had to record this, and I tell you what, I messed up on that word then too. Uh, anyway, check this out. So, okay. This next one is something that we could have expected and should have expected. And the reason for this is um, the fact that, that once there was legal recreational marijuana and really Colorado was the first state to have an active system where there was a lot of tourists, uh, you would start to get a lot of people who haven't smoked in a long time or who haven't smoked at all. So the next one that states that marijuana-related hospitalizations, including possible marijuana exposures, diagnosis, or billing codes, increased from 575 in 2000 to 3,517 in 2016, and emergency room visits and calls to poison control related to marijuana increased. Now, this is something that I feel that we had already known was going to happen when you get a bunch, when you get a, a substance that people don't know much about because uh, of federal regulations not in, not allowing it to be tested um, when that happens and then all of a sudden it's legal and things start to happen that people aren't used to and they don't understand 
When that happens, um, you're gonna find that, yes, poison control calls, visits to the ER are going to go up. News flash, nobody has died ever, ever of a marijuana-only overdose. Nobody has. So it's, it's non-toxic. Um, you would literally have to smoke 1,500 pounds of it in like a minute and a half, two minutes to be able to actually kill yourself. And I think then it would be because lack of oxygen. Anyway, so calls were up, visits to the emergency room were up. I think that's something that we could have foreseen and that's something that, that other states as they become legal are going to be able to foresee. It's just something that's going to happen. Now the numbers, uh, now this is where it says that the numbers are likely to disappoint lawmakers and politicians who tout rec recreational legalization as a cure for discriminatory criminal justice. Now I guess uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio as well as New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo, they both have stated criminal justice reform as a reason for supporting legalization, but they're both facing pushback from the New York State Association of County Health Officials. Now, positive social impact. The good news from the social impact findings include an increase in Colorado's high school graduation rates, an increase in the graduation rates, along with no change in the number of middle school and high school students reporting marijuana use, where uh, you see these stories or these headlines saying that, that there's now more teen use in states like Colorado and others like Washington State that have legalized for recreational use. At least in Colorado, that's BS. It didn't go up or down. There's basically no change. Now, court filings related to marijuana um, they declined 55% between 11,753 in 2012 down to 5,288 in 2017. Now, while marijuana traffic citations increased, the total number of DUI citations decreased from 5,705 in 2014 to 4,849 in 2017. Adults who reported you adults who reported using marijuana in the past 30 days increased 2%, while the number of men who reported using within the last 30 days, 19.8%, was nearly double that of women of 11%. Hope you find this information valuable. This is new information coming out this week, released by Colorado after having five years of legalization that has been around so they can be able to gather this data. Um, again, I hope it proves valuable. If you have any comments, questions, or anything, please let me know below. If you're listening on the podcast, please feel free to sound off. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you guys aren't following me on Instagram, you'll find a link down in the description below. Also on Snapchat and Twitter. Hope you all are doing great. I appreciate you all checking out the content. Have a great day.